International Poznań. Hello, hello, hello. It's Piotr Schulz, International Poznań on MC Radio 102.7 FM. Here with me today, two special guests from Egypt. Salam alaikum, guys. Alaikum salam. And I got with me Sharif Gamal El Din. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello, Piotr. And Mohamed Suleiman. Yes, sir. All right, boys. Excited for today. Excited to talk about Egypt, which is one of the most amazing countries in the world. Am I right? You're absolutely correct, man. It's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing. Why? Right, so you're gonna get down to it. Uh, we also have two um, Egyptian songs prepared uh, for our listeners, but let's not reveal the details yet. And also we're gonna break some stereotypes. We're gonna talk about food, places to visit. Um, so after the show, I'm sure you will definitely know more about Egypt. And maybe you will be tempted to go and visit not only the seaside resorts such as um, Hurghada and Shalman Sheikh, but also so much more in this country. All right, here with me, Sharif and uh, Mohamed. Um, let's start with your uh, stories. So what brought you here to, to Poznan? You live in Poznan. Um, and there are some quite interesting stories. Maybe let's start with uh, Mohamed. Um, you've, you're quite a traveler yourself. And before coming to, to Poznan, Poland, you had been to quite a few interesting destinations, let's say. Well, yes, I'll not go back so far, though, but I will start from February. Uh, I escaped the war in Ukraine. I was in Ukraine when um, the war started. Uh, how I entered Poland? Actually walking. Yeah, Crazy, uh, right? Crazy. Yeah, nah, uh, in brief, 48 uh, kilometers, no stop. 17 hours, walking on asphalt. I was literally in the middle of nowhere. I don't know where I am, yeah. understood? I'm asking people like from time to time, like the um, gas stations. I was like, Poland, this dry? They was like, yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, 17 hours on asphalt, just walking. Uh, yeah, temperature minus 15. Oh, yeah, wow. plus two nights on the uh, borders. Crazy. So all together, how long was the whole um, journey? Uh, from home to home? Yes. Like from my door to door, let's call do- it door to door. Four days. Four days. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, you know, I think it's, it's a story of, uh, of many people, right? And also many, many foreigners were man, trapped. No, I was Ukraine. lucky. I was lucky. Yeah. I saw people, they, like, they were like, um, we are here since the first day on the borders. Yeah. I was like, are you serious? And and I was thinking, man, so I will stay here for a week more? I was like, I will not die here, understood? Like, nah, nah, I need to survive. Oh, man. But but before before the war started, um, you, you quite enjoyed living in Ukraine, right? It was uh, since 2015? Man, Ukraine is heaven. Ukraine is yeah, heaven. Like, to be honest, man, oh, like, man. I love this country. So, you Ukraine know, ho- is heaven. hopefully the war uh, will be over soon and then we can revisit this country because I've also been there quite a few times and it's one of my it's favorite not, countries, definitely. It's not also in March I will go there. In March you'll yeah, go there? Yeah, I need to go to so, Carpathia and Lviv. I am going. You're going. So whatever whatever is happening there, you're going. I'm going. Though. Oh, I'm right. Going. I like that attitude. I like that attitude. Okay. Uh, Sharif, how about your story? What, what had you been doing before... Coming to Poland, remind me what year you arrived in Poland for the first time. Yeah, well, uh, mine is not as interesting as uh, as oh, most story, on. but I'll go much back further than uh, February. I came to Poland in 2017. 
October 2017. So actually, in a few weeks, it will be now my fifth year anniversary in uh, in Poland. Um, UP, yes, uh, an, an excited UP. Not so UP. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but how I came here? Basically, I'll go even back further to 2015. I graduated from American University in Egypt in Cairo. Um, and I was so excited to start life in Cairo. My, my idea was I wanted to work in journalism as well in Egypt. I did try a bit of journalism, but then, yeah, for some reasons and the others found out that that's not really practical to do this in Egypt right now. Mm-hmm. Um, my background is in politics. So um, I really wanted to do pol- political journalism and that there wasn't much space for this in Egypt. A lot of censorship, mm-hmm. what you can write, mm-hmm. what you cannot, a lot of red, mm-hmm. red lines. Um, and yeah, I reached through through conversations with my family. I reached the point that okay, if I really want to 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 be independent, to start life, you know, as a as an independent person in in my and enjoy my twenties as an independent person, I really enjoy my twenties as an independent yes. person. Okay, I like, like that statement. I need to. Uh, <laughs> so you decide that Adam Miskevich University. Well, yeah, this the, <laughs> this part is actually a. Um, a bit more uh, interesting and it came out of nowhere that uh, my mother's friend she's Polish as well uh, she graduated from Adam Miskiewicz political science like you too Paul, uh, Piotr I know um, and yeah she recommended the university uh, the, the university and the city of Poznan to us um, I had no idea what I was coming to, to I, yeah, okay not, not many people in Egypt know anything about Poznan I would say so, so yeah, yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's face it exactly let's, maybe Warsaw or Krakow okay potentially yes Warsaw for sure because the yeah. capital yeah. Uh, Poznan uh, near, near uh, Berlin near Berlin yeah, oh, that's the way exactly. from Warsaw to Berlin that, that's, that's how uh, that's it was explained it. to me it's, it. uh, it's a few hours from Berlin that's it <laughs> that's all I knew about Poland and that's how I came I came to Berlin take a train to uh, to Poznan okay uh, arrived here got lost in Rondo Caponera of course <laughs> Rondo the famous Ronda Cafanera, of yes. course, of course. Uh, but yeah, I was really lucky that I came here and I found some really nice people that helped me out uh, in the university, my dean, mm. my friend. So I settled in really quickly here. So was it um, Dean Tadeusz Vallas at that time? Or? No, it was actually uh, vice dean for the, 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 the study that I'm studying. It was uh, Magdalena Muschelkark. Uh, shout out to her. She's uh, just an amazing person. Um, and also shout out to my mother's friend Maria. She's now, uh, yeah, she's the reason I'm here. So, oh, so sweet, so sweet. Um, uh, boys, so I think it's uh, time for the first uh, song uh, in Arabic, which will be from Egypt. Mm, let's start with uh, Mo, maybe. Um, what is your song choice for us? And what does the song mean in English, most importantly? Mashriptish um, Manila, it's the name in Arabic. Okay. Uh, translated to English, you didn't drink from the Nile. Okay, that's very uh, Egyptian. Yeah, very Egyptian. Like because we have like the Nile for Egypt, it's something so much important, though. Of course, the veins it's the of source life. of everything. Yeah, yeah right? I understood. Like key of life, that like um, uh, it's the life in Egypt. So uh, let's listen. It's supposed to be a nostalgic, patriotic song. Uh, we love nostalgic. <laughs> and so, like, uh, yeah, like people are traveling abroad when they, suppose when they are listening to this uh, kind of music or this song, especially they will be sitting drumming like this. Ozak man, Egypt, home, like uh, so the food. Yeah, let's do like, it. So for, <laughs> all the, for all the Egyptians listening to our show, you know, it also will be a nostalgic trip. Yes, sir. Most probably. Let's do it. <laughs> Nino is the 
This is International Post Night 102.7 FM. We're coming back after a song, a nostalgic trip to Egypt. Did you, did you, did you feel that nostalgia listening to the song with us? Yeah, I actually listened to it this morning too. So, uh, oh, yes, double nostalgia for me. Double today. nostalgia, <laughs> double nostalgia. Here with me, Mo and Sharif. Um, so I'm already bo- crying. 
Inside. Yeah. Oh, you're a tough man, so I don't see it now. But I, you're I, on video. Don't lie. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he's crying inside. You know, he's, he's a man, inside, so he doesn't want to show his emotions. You know, he's a tough guy. Egyptian. Um, so Egyptian. <laughs> tough Egyptian. Tough Egyptian. So, boys, um, a couple of questions about uh, Poznan before we get down to um, uh, Egypt, but also about Egypt in a way. Um, what do you like and dislike about uh, Poznan? So maybe one thing you like and one thing you dislike for each of you to make it clearer for our listeners. Uh, so, Mo, one thing you like and one thing you dislike about living in Poznan. I like everything here, like, but the only thing that I don't like... Yes, the on- I love, love all those sentences. The only thing I don't like. What no, seriously, it? I'm enjoying everything here. Like, I'm, I don't know. I fit the community here a lot. Like, I enjoyed it. But nice. the thing is, after eight, there is no life. It's except That's Mars. the difference, right? Because when, I, when like I was in eight, Egypt... Nine. No, not everybody. Even in everybody in Egypt like is out after eight o'clock, literally. Like you go on the streets, everybody's out. In Poznan, mostly in the central. But we go area. out after midnight. Yeah, also after midnight. Mid- after midnight. But I go out. You mean like to a club or something? No, 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 no. Restaurants. Like uh, plus, by the way, it's not just Egypt. Ukraine. Mm, shops like supermarkets. Shops twenty-four-seven. Uh, restaurants. There's twenty-four-seven. Yeah. But don't you think it's because people work more in Egypt than in Ukraine as well? <laughs> it could be one of the reasons, I guess. I don't know because I'm not sure if everybody, all the shopkeepers, would like to be 24/7. So that would be my uh, only reservation no, there. Maybe because, like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the law or something. Could like, be the law as well. Yeah, you know, I think. I think because you know, working so much, I think it's not 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 that easy. All right. So you don't like the the fact that you know, nightlife is not exactly in place. There. I'm limited by time. Like, lim- I need to go to the shop this time because after that it will ah, be closed. Yeah. I will okay. not be. No. I like that first I love that. I like, especially Sunday. What do you mean? I'm, I'm, I, I went the first Sunday in Poznan. I, I was like, I went out. I was like, man, there's no even. I cannot buy something. Only, only, yeah, on, only some shops with um, with a green animal are open. Yeah. Of course, that's product placement. Now, now we have to cancel the show. Oh no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sheriff. What what was one thing that you uh, dislike about living in Poznan? Because obviously Poznan is an amazing city, so we don't want to go too much into beautiful things because ah. we already know them. So you want only one from my list? Yes, only one <laughs> from your list. Only one from your list, exactly. All right. If I have to choose only one, it would be uh, the construction. The, the construction. Oh yes. Oh yes. It's a very sexy and hot topic. No, I'm joking, but it's, it's very. It's definitely very current, right? So we have all, all the time talking about this construction, and the fact that they are all there at the same. Time, yeah, so exactly, and and because also like I've seen Poland, I've seen Poznan in, in before, its, yeah, in, before. But even I remember 2017 when I came, like there has always been something going on. So when I first came, it was I think, uh, what's it called, Sventi Martin. Sventi Martin. Yeah. This was this was under construction, and then as soon as they finished this, they started something else, and that was fine. If you're starting one part and and closing the other, that's that's fine. But then right now, what's happening and just everything's just closed at the same time. It makes me feel sad because people that are coming here for one semester, one year, tourists, they never get to experience the Poznan that I experienced before, the beautiful ah, Poznan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I just hope that uh, uh, soon we'll get to experience the outcome of all this construction and then... Uh, yes, yes. I want to mention something. Yes, please, Mo. He's a perfect tour guide, though. Are in you? Poznan. Can we hire? Can you hire you, Sheriff? In, let's uh, say... Hundred percent, though. Hundred percent. So I have, I have some friends coming from um, uh, another country, and I'm not available. I can be like, Sheriff, hey man, um, can you show them around? 
I'm gonna be a replacement for everything now. Can I be a replacement for the show as well? Then? Yeah, I mean, if you ever want to host the show, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Just let me know. Let me know. I mean, I mean uh, no. people can let us know their opinions later. All right, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, boys, um, finally, it's time to talk about uh, Egypt because you know we've been talking a little bit about you because you're also very important. But the reason why we're meeting here is not only you; it's the country you are from. So, Egypt. We wanna familiarize people with this country because I don't think. People know enough uh, in uh, Poland about Egypt because we know this side, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, Shalman Sheikh, Hurgada, uh, um, all those um, seaside resorts that I think don't we represent um, Egypt as it is because it's, it, they, they are created for tourism, right? And they, 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 they present, you know, what tourists want to see in a way, I would say. Mm. So first, let's get down to some, some stereotypes about Egypt. When you are in Poland, you know, what kind of things do you hear from people that, you know, might not be necessarily true, but people have this misconception about uh, uh, Egypt? All right. So um, uh, for me, it's not a stereotype as much as it's a misconception about Egyptians in general and not only in Poland, but unfortunately, even Egyptians, some Egyptians don't know that about themselves. And it's that Egyptians are not Arabs. Egyptians are not Arabs. Yeah. What? Yes. But not. you speak Arabic. We are an Arabic-speaking country, but we are... Not Arabs. Exactly. Mm. We that are... It's confusing. But actually, it's not, because if you think about it, I mean, let, let... Irish people are Irish. They're, they're, they speak English, but That's they're true. Irish. Yes, so That's true. That's we are, true. We are an Arabic-speaking country, but we're not Arabs. Um, originally, well, you cannot really actually now decide or, or tell exactly what ethnicity Egyptians because we've been colonized by many different countries, yeah. by the French, by the British Ottoman Empire. Exactly. So there is a big mixture. But what's what's now um, the norm or accepted uh, in Egypt, if you look around and dig, dig deep, is that um, Egypt is originally Coptic. And what are Copts? Copts are ethno an ethno religious minority right now in Egypt. And when I say minority, it's between fifteen to twenty million uh, Coptic yeah, Christians in Egypt. Egypt is a huge country. We don't realize how, how many people live in Egypt. About a hundred million. Hundred and five now. So hundred and five. Okay. Wow. It's a it's a big country. It's also people think that it's smaller than uh, Poland, for example. In Who size. thinks that? Who thinks that? No, it's a huge country. It's a very big. It's a one, one million kilometers square. So, so it's, it's like three, three times three times, as three big times as bigger than Poland. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, the the biggest and my friends will be listening to this. Will be probably laughing a lot now because I usually have a lot of arguments and they tease me with this that we are not Arabs. We are. Egyptians. We are Egyptians. Okay, Egyptians. I like that. Proud Egyptians. I like that. Okay, so that's the that's the first stereotype. Um, uh, Mo, and and the stereotypes not necessarily that you hear from Polish people, but maybe generally in in, in the world about about Egyptians, which could be true or or may not be true actually. No, nothing in mind. Okay, we're hospitable people. We so, are. We are. We are so. I will not say Arabs. <laughs> I will not mention Arabs. Uh, Middle East people. Middle Eastern people. So the Fair hospitality, enough. and yeah, this is true. Especially in Egypt. Man, I don't know. The I'm not talking about myself. I'm saying about people in Egypt. They are kind. Like, if I need any help, I don't need to ask someone. Like, people will come to me. I was like, do you need help? Do you need help? Okay. Like, so if they see you lost on the street, for example. And, you... and just pretend that your car... It's broken down. Uh, yeah, something like this. Oh, or okay. you need like uh, something happened about your tires and just like um, park aside. People will stand. Do you need help? Mm. Everything's good. 
if you are passing by any place on the street and you said, hey, man, like something like, I don't know, hello, yeah, for someone, a random person, mm-hmm. he will say before hi, he will, and he's eating a sandwich, he'll make it two halves and he will give you one okay. for you to join him. Then he will, you will have the conversation. Yeah, do you need something? What's wrong here, there? Okay, all right. So I've, I've got one more, one more stereotype that I would like to mention. You can tell me if it's true or not, that Egyptians are very good at selling things. Yes. Well, you were there like a few weeks ago. I know, but I want to hear it from you, boss. <laughs> what was your experience there? I, I would say this is true. I would say this is true that Egypt, you know, and, and you kind of, uh, this is this art of negotiations, I would say, yeah. that, you know, you feel like it's a game. I would say that it's a game. You know, you kind of use a lot of arguments. You kind of use a lot of words that in Poland we would never use, right? So you kind of you up, uh, you kind and of we have the power only to for you, people. for you, my friend, exactly. for you, my it's brother. Just, you know what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we have the power to convince you, yeah. and you feel that you are we are winning. And this is like it is amazing. And then it's kind of a win-win. But then you kind of count the money and you say, no, I didn't win anything. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is terrible words. So that's one. And another thing like that, I think Egyptians, as Egyptian um, vendors, uh, sellers are really good at learning languages. That's true. That's, that's true. Uh. Uh, Egyptians in general, like if, you, um, if you're put in a situation that you have to learn a language, uh, and to be honest, apart from Polish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I'll, is one of the most difficult languages in the world. Let's face yeah, it. I've struggled a lot with learning Polish, of to course. be honest. Um, but in general, Egyptians are, are, are very good in languages, especially because we're a touristic country and we have to work a lot with tourists. So you'll find people speaking six, seven languages. Oh, that, that is amazing. Because the way they do it, actually, when, when you're in Egypt, the, the, the first question they ask you, those um, where? sellers, where, where are you from? And they're like, and once they know that you're from Poland, they kind of throw at you so many words in Polish. Although the experienced ones can guess where you're from and just they straight away start talking in the language and they, they strike it, it out. If you don't answer, they try the different It's language. amazing, yeah. man. So one, once we kind of came up with this idea to say that we were from Yugoslavia and then they didn't know and they, they were like so confused and then we're like, because first That's this country mean. does not exist. So what language is Yugoslavian? And then like, that was a little bit confusing. So, but mostly I, I was proud to say I was Polish and then I engaged in a conversation about um, Bidronka, for example, things like that. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, dobrze, dobrze. very nice. Dobrze, dobrze. Of course, of course. So, 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 so it's pretty good. Um, uh, Sharif, any other stereotypes, maybe misconceptions that you would like to um, mention on the show? Not uh, no. I just wanted to add to the stereotype that uh, Mo was talking about about um, what were you saying? Uh, hospitality. <laughs> hospitality. Yeah, uh, we, we are hosp- hospitable people, but also I think it comes from curiosity. Egyptians curiosity. are very curious people. Okay. So and and no one minds their own business. So they always want to know what's going on in, with their neighbors mm. across the street. Do, they, do you like to gossip? A lot, a lot. So more than Polish people, would you say? Much, much, much. Come on. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes Deeper, when, I, if, yeah. when I'm sitting in a cafe or something, catching my phone, typing, like chatting with someone, and someone is looking at me like this. Literally, <laughs> no, literally, he's like his not his eyes, his face on my phone. I was like complete typing. You know the half of the <laughs> conversation. Yeah, I was like, I gave him the phone. I was like, complete. You, you know, know half the of the conversation, <laughs> and he was like, "What?" I was like, "Come on, man! Like, I type. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Like, I'm." No, but way. yeah. So this people will generally help, will stop always to help you, and will cross, will go out of their way to come and do something for you, also to know what's happening, what's going no on there. No way! So, this is crazy. But it's a win-win situation at the end. Yeah, you help a person and you not fulfill all, your man. gossip, uh, your gossip for the day. Yeah? But not gossip, always. Go- no, always. Not all. Like yeah, much percent. Yeah, we have it in our blood. <laughs> yeah, like I'd like to. It's, I'd like it's really genetics. Mean, it's yeah, curiosity. But not all of us. 
Not all of us. Okay. Of course, Especially all. older people, I believe. Because in Poland also it's the same, like all those, um, uh, let's say, grandmas, let's call them grandmas, you know, in the neighborhood. If you go to kind of neighborhood like in Poznań, Wazash, I Security guess. Security cameras, we call them. Security cameras, CCTV cameras, exactly. Yeah. Also in Ukraine. I think you were yeah, in Ukraine. Just, so. just to sit on the balcony, just to, just to look like this. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we, we kind of have that. Okay, so so um, maybe let's, uh, let's play a song now and later we're going to talk about what Egyptian people are like. Uh, but maybe it's time for an Egyptian song from uh, Maman Sharif. Yes, the song is called Talat uh, Da'et, and I have no idea what, uh, what three the song beats. is about. Three beats? It's three beats, three beats but yeah. what the song is about or anything? I know, it's a really nice it's, song. Yeah. Everyone likes it's it. It's about love, I'm sure. Yeah. Probably. Most of Egyptian about songs are about some Habibis. Talat three beats, three beats, heartbeats. Yeah, it's about love. You're right. Yes. <laughs> All right, Thanks. so let's play that. <laughs>
Right, so that was a beautiful song about love uh, from Egypt, and the title Mamen Sharif was? Talat Da'et, which we established is uh, three heartbeats. Yes. Three yeah. heartbeats. Okay, perfect. So here with me, Mo and Sharif, and the next question uh, from me is, uh, what are Egyptian uh, people like? And when we compare Polish people to Egyptians, you know, what are the differences? We talked about the fact that Egyptians gossip more than Polish people, so we can... Establish that it's a nation of curious people. Yeah. But what else can we say about uh, Egyptians, uh, Sharif? Um, comparing it to Polish people and my experience here, we're a more um, relationship-based people in everything. So even in business, we uh, there's about, part yeah. of relation, yes, in it. And pers- there, there's always something personal, even in the business, in the business act, okay. aspect and everything. But uh, the way I've how I've seen it and my experience is just even in student life in the dorms, for example. Um, you can have, for example, two Polish people living together and they would never become really friends. And I remember this because, for example, with a, with a, um, a, Polish, fr- a Polish friend, uh, after two years, for example, w- that we are friends, three of her, myself, and uh, another Spanish friend, um, she was referencing the friend as a colega. Co- co- Colega, okay. So you you don't get upgraded to friend very easily in Poland. You're always an acquaintance yeah. for for a long time. Yeah. And then it takes a long time to become a friend. Yeah, While because the word for friend in English it has a different meaning than the word um, przyjaciel in, in Polish, right? Mm-hmm. So friend in English is just someone that you know, right? It's not necessarily someone from school or, or work, but someone that you know is a friend. But in Poland, to use the word przyjaciel, I think it takes definitely more, 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 more time. It's more personal, absolutely. In Egypt, I think we, we also get to this personal uh, relationship much, much quicker. Like, for example, I, uh, Mo and myself, we met, uh, we met in uh, I know He's uh, the first person, ago. by the way. No, since March, man. You came in March? Yeah. Oh, we, oh, like, uh, time. 7th uh, March, I was here. He's the first person I know in this country. No, in this city. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. lucky you. But like well, we can say, we we, we uh, after one meeting, it's like yeah, he's my friend. I'm his yeah, friend he's calling friends, me at, yeah. like every, because I know no one here except him on so, another. Hand. So you became his habibi. We can say you can say habibi. so. No, yeah, you can say so. Plus, he have a lot of friends. So any place he's hanging out, like Miasta, yeah. uh, to the river, a uh, couple of bars here, there, like I don't know, different groups. Yeah, yeah. He's calling me. Join yeah. us, join us. He's join quite us. a sociable person, I'm so, and you too, you too. Right, but uh, going back to our um, uh, question, um, uh, Polish people, Egyptian people, maybe e- Egyptian people, uh, w- what is some characteristic of Egyptian people that you would say it's aggressive. kind of unique? Aggressive, aggressive? yeah, we are. are. you more like... Um, comparing to Polish? Yeah. We are aggressive. But aggressive in the way that you show your emotions, emotions yeah. more, not, and uh, that, not in a bad way. No, not in a bad way. The no, language no, no, no. even. Is the language is just like more gestures everything. and everything. So, exactly. yeah, you often see Egyptian people talking about something and you think they're arguing, but they're actually they're, they're not no, arguing. They are, just no, very they are passionate. Their, yeah, they are very passionate their, uh, about emotions. about those uh, about those things. Okay, so one more thing that I want to mention uh, as a stereotype as well, um, and also something that I discovered in Egypt, is driving skills of Egyptians. Mm-hmm. And habit. I think they are outstanding. No, it's a habit. No, it's their no, outstanding. Because the way Egyptians drive, I couldn't drive like this. Really. Man, we are talented, man. Well, you like, are very man, talented. Yeah, you can like drive anywhere. Driving a car with no left and right mirrors mm. on a highway, on a high speed, and I'm not looking in front of me. And I'm... Arriving to my destination. And that Isn't that is, talent or no? That is very talented. That is no, absolutely talented. On. That is absolutely talented. So this is... So 
If you want to rent a car in Egypt and drive around to Egypt, that don't. It's a risk. Don't. <laughs> no, it's a risk. <laughs> no, don't. Take it. It's a risk. But, uh, I have a theory. Actually, this is. I have a theory that the, the reason, like, the fact that it's so random in Egypt driving, not only driving, but crossing the street in yeah. Egypt. Like, we don't have zebra crosses. No, like, you don't. Maybe they exist, but we don't even know what they're for. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not yeah, even yeah. joking. Uh, because of this, you find like uh, the these countries like Egypt uh, result in creating more uh, creative people or innovative people like in, in exactly, general. Why? Exactly. Because you're you're forced to think out outside the box from a very young age just to survive. Just to survive. I like that. So it encourages creativity. Exactly. I like that. About I like that. that crossing the streets in Egypt. Oh yeah, that's a hassle. He, he will understand what I'm talking about. When you're crossing the street, you don't need like to wait till the whole street to be empty. No. It's Just an art. yeah, like it's an art. Seriously, like you're crossing, like um, cap, um, for the one car row. Yeah. Then you're stopping, and another bus in front of you, couple of inches between yeah. you and and the uh, bus is passing. Then you're completing. It's not random though. You have to. There's an art to it. You have to look to the driver in the eye. If he's looking at you, there's a certain nod, or, or he, you can see that he acknowledges Feeling. that he sees you. So you can cross, oh, or wow. he doesn't. So you're stopping. You let the car cross and then cross after. So it's an art. Yeah, and he's not stopping the car. No, no. he's he's slowing it down. Depending so you on have your walk. you have a you have a window. window. Yeah, exactly. you have a window to cross. Okay, perfect. So it's an art. Maybe there is a there is a book about it. How to cross a, a, a street in Egypt? That would be interesting. Three hundred pages. Um, anyway, boys. So um, places to visit in Egypt apart from um, those most famous places like the seaside resorts, uh, Cairo, a place to visit. Pyramids around around Cairo. That's for sure. White desert. Wild Desert. The Black Desert. Okay. Siwa. Siwa, which is? Uh, on west, the north. Desert. Yeah. West north, okay. Uh, west it, north of Egypt. And it's a, it's a part of the desert in Egypt? Yeah. Okay. Is it Sahara or something else? Yeah, yeah, Sahara. Sahara. Yeah, yeah. It's part. It's near Libya, though. Near, near Libya. Libya. Okay, borders. so on that side. Yeah. Okay. okay. But, so Egypt in, in, in general, I mean... For Polish people, unfortunately, people just see it as this holiday destination yeah. on the on the Red Sea. But you just need to look at the map of Egypt to see that it's a lot, much more than this. And and then with the history, for example, we were talking earlier with you outside the show about Alexandria, for example, yeah. second biggest city in Egypt. That's true. And that's a city from its name. You can know it's built by Alexander the Great. So it has a lot of influence from Greek uh, Greek architecture and, mm-hmm. and, and history there. And it's even rumored that Alexander the Great is actually buried there. And the history there is there. a rumor, so we don't know. No for one sure. knows. Yeah, yeah. actually, the, there is now like there are claims from Egyptologists and archaeologists mm-hmm. that that they know they can pinpoint probably where he's he's buried, and it's actually like it's a cross street. It's now a street, so it's hard to dig down there and and see because uh-huh. it would stop everything. But for sure, someone will do it at some point, mm. and uh, then we'll know for sure. Okay. But other than that, there's a lot of. Even myself as an Egyptian, every time I go back to Egypt now, I, I visit somewhere new. Well, it's a huge country. Right? It's 100 amazing. million people, three times bigger than Poland uh, in terms of its size. So, you know, mm. there's so much to discover. How about a cruise um, on uh, the Nile River? Yeah, wow. I was just going to talk wow. about this, actually. So, 
that's one of the things that I really, really enjoy. About not many people do that, actually. Not many, not that many tourists do that, to be honest. With you, because you'd be surprised. There is this part of tourism, the mm-hmm. education and tourism, and the program usually is you start in Cairo, you take this. It's a seven-day mm-hmm. tour where you go up the across the river, uh, mm-hmm. the River Nile. You go to Luxor, to Aswan. Luxor, Luxor is absolutely beautiful. Luxor the, is the, the first capital of Egypt, right? yes. Yeah, and it's dubbed right now the world's biggest open-air uh, monument. Yeah, yeah because it, it it has Valley of the Kings, for example. It has actually one third of the world's ancient monuments there artifacts so it's, it's, a, it's a huge place but other than that also there's even history in the northern part of Egypt from World War II just like we have in Citadella here the Commonwealth uh, uh, graves for example mm-hmm. memorials mm-hmm. we have uh, in, and this is one thing that I visited last year and just amazing Commonwealth Memorial for World War II because one of the biggest battles of World War II happened in uh, in Egypt uh, North Egypt Al-Alamin you should um, not only Commonwealth, but there's an Italian memorial, there's a German memorial, there's and the Commonwealth memorial for, for me honestly was the most beautiful and it's uh, also an emotional place to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see how how like people are still coming to visit there. Oh, wow, to, this to, is crazy. To respect the people that fought there and, and people that this died is crazy. There. This is crazy. So 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 many so many so many things. Uh, how about food? Um, is there is there any food that we should try in Egypt? Because again, I'm referring again Everything. to seaside resorts. You get a lot of like international cuisine there. I was there, you know. I, I think I didn't experience much of uh, Egyptian yeah. um, Egyptian food there, so it was more. I, I experienced good pizza though. Um, really, <laughs> went to Egypt to try pizza. <laughs> yeah, in a hotel. Um, so, uh, what else is there? What else is there to try? What food do you miss actually here, being in Poznan? Because we we don't have that much of of, of Egyptian food there, obviously. So actually, I mean, and from my side. Um, yeah, let us start I, I from your miss, side. Yeah. <laughs> I don't miss a specific food as much as I miss my mother's food. So okay. anything from my, my homemade mother. food, homemade yeah. food. Um, but luckily, also I have to say that in Poznan right now there are a few shops that open where you can buy some Egyptian food. And and the most famous, let's say, Egyptian or common Egyptian breakfast, for example, is uh, it's called ful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in Poland here it's called bob. The, the, it's boop, green beans, boop, yeah, yeah. The green beans, but uh-huh. they're baked, so Ooh. they are actually brown. So it's it's baked beans. So we should try that for sure. And as vegan, you can buy it from here in in Poland as well. Um, and you you just put it with olive oil, with the cumin. Uh, you can put some uh, some spices on it as well, and uh, and eat it with a special, uh, let's say, Arab Arabic bread or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arabic, so flat bread usually, right? Yes, flat exactly. bread baked in a nice oven, which is usually in the ground, right? The the oven or, or this is that's a stereotype yeah. also. That's a stereotype. Actually, depends where how you how you do. But of course, you. But can originally, it would be in the ground. Probably, I'm, Probably. I'm guessing. No yeah, yeah, you're not guessing. Uh, but no. another famous food would be koshari. Koshari, that's yeah. something that every Egyptian eats at some point. Okay, uh, just corpse. Not, But I, it, it has also lentils or something. It has uh, p- uh, pasta, pasta, rice. rice, and, and hummus. Lent- hummus. Hummus. Okay, hummus. Hummus beans. Hummus. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, vegetarian food in, um, in and Egypt. And plus tomato true. sauce. And uh-huh. I don't know, the garlic... Um, Stuff, like. But that's a very good point you, you made because, yes, like people think that um, when you talk about Egypt, oh, you must, because, uh, for example, I haven't been eating meat for, for a year. And people mm-hmm. tell me, what, you're Egyptian? Most of your cuisine no, is full actually, of meat? It's, actually it's not, not true. true, actually. And and that's one thing I was actually thinking to start a business here in Poland with an Egyptian cuisine that would be all vegetarian and, yeah, and without yeah. meat. That's, and that's, a great, that's, a, that's a niche, absolutely, that you could, you could, um, you could um, use. Absolutely. For me, he's unique. I never saw any uh, vegetarian, Egyptian vegetarian, to be honest. No, vegetarian people, but there are... Ve- no, vegetarian veg- people, yes. Vegetarian, male, 
and he's Egyptian. <laughs> yeah, because that's why Sheriff is unique, okay, yeah. in many ways. Um, boys, the final question is, what is the best time to visit Egypt? Is winter. it this Winter. Yeah. So it's about 25 degrees? Uh, after, yeah, like after a month, like in November. But, I mean, it's been snowing in Egypt for the last two years. Okay, man, like, but, okay. You, no. so, so October, no. November, when it's not that hot? No, but now it's hot. Now it's hot. But yeah. if you go in October, November, it's a little bit... Uh, yeah, November, like yeah. October, November, and like... I would say beginning April, of March. Yeah, March, April, I'd say that's yeah. for me. Spring. Yeah, spring, best time. It's so again, about cold, 30 degrees. About 30, yeah, 28, 30. But plus, depending which country, uh, which city. Exactly. Like for me, Alexandria means winter. Winter, okay. Yeah. Cairo? Winter. Yeah, okay. don't go to Cairo winter. In, in the summer. Winter. Yeah. winter. I mean, don't go to Egypt in the, in the summer. It's, summer. Too yeah, hot. It's, this is what I said. 40 degrees. 40 degrees. Right, boys. Um, it's been a wonderful journey through through Egypt. Um, I love the songs. I love uh, loved having you here on the uh, on the show. Uh, thank you very much. Shukran. Right, that's what have one. one. Uh, and uh, uh, for our listeners, I hope you will visit Egypt and you will discover Egypt not only from the uh, seaside resort side, but also there is so much more to discover. The people are amazing. The food and the landscape. Go to Egypt. Right. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Mo and Sharif, thank you so much for being with us. You're more than welcome.